0: Hello, everyone. My name is Deontay Chantel. I'm the host of the Journey to Developer podcast. And today we have a wonderful woman of God,
1: Dela Whaley. Hi, Dayla. How are you today? Hi, Deontay. I'm so happy to be here. I am doing well and blessed by the grace of God.
0: And I'm just so grateful that you're able to come on my platform and share my platform with me and talk about all of the great things you've been led to do. And it's such an honor to have you. Oh, yeah. It's such an honor to be here. Awesome. So, Dela, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you come from, and what motivated you to start or to create the Intent Planner.
1: I love it. To share a little bit about who I am am a small-town girl from the middle of nowhere in West Texas. Since then, I have now been repositioned in Connecticut. That is where I would currently call my home. I am mixed, so that is a huge part of my identity, and I'm just now being more comfortable to share my ethnic background, but my dad is African-American, my mom's Mexican-American, and so that played a huge role in how I interact with different cultures growing up. By trade, I am a professional organizer, so CEO of Intent, which is a business that focuses on organizing events and productivity. But in reality, I really just like to think of myself as a student. I'm working on my master's degree in American studies. I love history. I'm also a student of the word of God and ultimately a child, a daughter of Christ. And that's where my real identity comes from. As far as the vision and the goal. The inspiration behind creating the intent planners. I really wanted to give people, like I'd mentioned, my business focuses on organizing and productivity. I wanted to give people an opportunity to see how I was becoming more productive, executing the goals that God had been given to me or the vision that God had been giving to me, and really just lay that out a lot on paper. I do a lot of journaling, bullet journaling, planning, drawing, all of that stuff. And people were asking me so many questions as to what is the most effective way to do this? Or how are you so consistent in this? Why do you take so great notes, such good notes? And I just had to respond. These are some methods that I have been using that have been a blessing to my life. And people got tired of, oh, I have to draw all of this out every single week. And so I just made that whole system, that whole methodology simpler by creating the intent planner.
0: Awesome. And what I should have asked you was, Cause it's more than a planner. It's a whole company. It's a whole movement. And I love what you're doing. I was motivated when I first met you and heard about your products and a lot of what we see nowadays, especially on social media and what we call new age religion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, We hear a lot about manifestations and affirmations what is manifestation for those who don't know? And Mm -hmm. how does one manifest in the kingdom of God?
1: Yeah, so what's so funny is like whenever I initially think of manifestation because I have been drenched and saturated and soaked in the church world, I think of like demonic manifestation. Oh, this person is manifesting and it's something completely different than what this new age movement would consider to be manifesting. For them, and I would say that they've coined like the modern take on this, it's more of an action or a fact of showing some sort of idea. It's bringing something about by calling it, by declaring it, by, like you had said, those affirmations. You affirm these things to begin to manifest that, to walk in it. But that is not necessarily what manifesting, you know, in scripture is supposed to be like. Um, They think of like this law of attraction. I say good things, I receive good things. I say bad things, I receive bad things. If I manifest good, I'll always have good. If I manifest bad, then I'll always be bad. But in reality, whenever you're talking about manifesting in the kingdom of God, we are called to really just manifest, to bring forth the kingdom of God onto this earth. Awesome. It's,
0: when what I've noticed There's a lot of manifestation gurus. I would like to say everybody's Mm -hmm. doing it, it's become popular and Mm -hmm. now I have to, especially in business, you see it a lot, even in real estate and the financial world, you name it, the consultant world, even there's manifestation planners out there, I'm like, all right let me get to the root of this is this law of attraction or is this because <laughs> sometimes they, they'll have you, yeah they'll have you thinking that they're christians too oh yeah as christians that are practicing i don't even know what to call it law of attraction i'm like okay i don't think you understand maybe you're naive but you technically can't mix the two together do you agree
1: absolutely absolutely and i think like the thing with this new age movement is it does like to confuse a lot of christians because some of it looks good it looks like light and you know, in the book of corinthians the apostle paul talks about even the devil himself satan himself he will act as though and i want to say the correct word usage is manifest as a um, angel of light but is really this person who is an angel of darkness so we have to be be really careful and test the spirit in everything, in every situation, in every circumstance, and all of the products that you're looking at. Really, truly test the spirit and look at the fruit that thing is bearing. If people are saying, you need to manifest this or manifest that, and they themselves have not been able to bear the fruit in it, that should be a red flag right there.
0: And I didn't plan to go deep into <laughs> <meditation> or whatever. <laughs> But how does one correctly? How does you know someone in the kingdom, or a a kingdom entrepreneur, a child of God? How does? How should they properly manifest?
1: Yeah, and if you're talking about manifesting the kingdom of God, right? God's kingdom on this earth. You have to know God's kingdom in the first place, right? You have to know what the kingdom principles are. What is this kingdom about to be able to manifest that, and then you have to declare that citizenship, right? Act in the laws that govern the kingdom. Once you do all of that, then you can establish the kingdom culture in spaces that you've never imagined. So for example, with Intent intent is a Christian company designed to bring order into people's lives. That's a principle of the kingdom of God is order. So our goal is to help people exercise the ability to be intentional with their decisions. So when I think of the word intent, I oftentimes think of intense, right? You have to have some sort of really intense intentions to be able to provide these types of manifestations, so to speak, of walking yeah. in these kingdom festivals. So for us, we provide services like professional organizing, event planning, productivity coaching, to help you become more successful because that is a part of establishing the order of God's kingdom on this earth.
0: Awesome. And I found myself. Really, instead of looking at manifesting or affirmations as those things, I've Mm -hmm. myself looked at it as declaring, decreeing, um, reading scripture and taking that scripture and declaring it over my life, proclaiming Mm -hmm. it over my life as as we all say, it is written. The word is written. It is true. And I, I would take scriptures and apply it. To my life in many different ways, so not every day I should be doing it every day. Mm-hmm. But, like, I have to keep it real, it's um, but as often as I remember to work as I can, I'll definitely declare Philippians four and thirteen. That's mm-hmm. one, and yeah, I can't remember what it says right mm-hmm.
1: now, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I believe it says, "I can do all things through Christ." Right me,
0: so with that being said me declaring that over my life that's affirmation in many ways it is Mm -hmm. affirmation it's it is and it is true so i personally just recite scripture let it Mm -hmm. marinate meditate on it uh, and that seems to work for me all right so let's talk about uh setting goals your company intent helps the average person or business owners or kingdom owners entrepreneurs with their businesses correct absolutely awesome how does one efficiently set their goals and make a plan and take action what would you recommend for someone to efficiently set their goals make a plan and take action
1: I feel like standing on the word, like we were just talking about declarations. We were talking about the importance of really declaring the scriptures over your life. And when it comes to setting goals and setting plans, sometimes we like to take it completely outside of the sphere of, okay, I'm talking about where I need to go to further my life. We want to go ahead and do things without God. But in actuality, when you want to be efficient, with your goals, with your plans, it all starts at the very beginning of including God in that entire process. In the book of Habakkuk chapter two, verse two, it says, write the vision down and make it plain. So if you're talking about a practical, tactical way of being able to write this vision down and make these goals plain, it's to do just that, to say, okay, I'm going to write out what it is that I would really want to do, what I feel called to do, if it's starting a company, for example. What is the vision that you have for the company? Is it a company that's going to last over 30 years? Is it a company that is going to be sold off later on? What is your vision for how you want to grow this company? What is the brand vision? What is your niche market? Finding out that vision and writing that down and making it plain, that is how you're going to be effective. And if you tie it all back to things that are just barely getting started, Do I have all of the proper tools that are needed to start this business? Do I have the funds? Do I have the finances? The word also talks about how someone can be considered a fool if they decide to go off to war, but don't plan for it. So as believers, as people who are on this journey of developing themselves and growing themselves and being intentional we have to be calculated with our decisions. And it's not to say that everything has to be perfect, but you should have that plan A, plan B, plan C. And that all starts by writing your vision out, making it plain and then giving it to God.
0: I totally agree a thousand percent. And I feel like individuals need to be very specific. If they know they want to be a CEO or Mm -hmm. billionaire one day, whatever God May have called them to be, they need to be preparing themselves now. I just recently did a podcast and we were talking about if you call, even if you called yourself an author, right? You need to have business cards stating that you're an author. You should have a resume and a bio that exhibits you being an author. Just put yourself in preparation. So when someone asks you, I need to buy you on a headshot. You're prepared mm-hmm. for what where God is taking you. You don't have to get ready, right? Right. So I think that's very important. And what are your thoughts on procrastination?
1: Procrastination, I feel like that is a very spiritual thing. We like to think of, oh, procrastination this, procrastination that. But in reality, sometimes procrastination can be so overwhelming that It really just paralyzes you. So I feel like there's two spectrums, two ends of the spectrum when it comes to procrastination. There are those who procrastinate because of laziness. So they don't want to get it done. They just don't feel motivated. There's that end of the spectrum. And then on the complete opposite of the spectrum, you have people that are so motivated, want it to be extremely perfect. That perfection paralyzes them and puts them into procrastination. So, when it comes to breaking out of that, we have to know, we have to understand the importance of those declarations that we were talking about. You can declare, okay, procrastination is not going to have its foothold over me. Procrastination is not going to allow me to fall, to falter, to not get this goal accomplished. And so a lot of times we want to tackle it physically with, by just, okay, I just need to take the time, write all of this out and walk into that. And then bam, things are going to be done. But in reality, because procrastination is so spiritual, it it makes no sense. Why is it that I have such a desire to finish and write this book, but I have never, ever been able to just get started? See, so we have to understand, okay, what is the root of this cause? Is it a character development flaw? Is it something that my parents did and I watched them do? Is it a generational habit that I have to break? What is procrastination paralyzing you with? And that's how you're gonna be able to fight it, whether you're on the spectrum on one end where you're a perfectionist, or you're on the opposite end and you're just unmotivated, lazy even. You have to know the root of that to be able to walk forward.
0: Yeah, I think a lot, even myself, I struggle with that personally. It wasn't so much the laziness. Mm -hmm. It was also a mindset of, all right, am I prepared? How do they call an imposer syndrome? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, am I I truly who I say I am? Do I I deserve this? It was a lot of that too. And I've noticed with others who are even more advanced than me in my field and different fields, they suffer from that as well. Like, all right, it needs to be perfection or is analysis paralysis or is that imposter syndrome that Mm -hmm. the, the enemy tells us you're not good enough. Yeah, you you don't have enough credentials to be teaching somebody or instructing someone, or whatever the c- scenario may be. Now, how does what would you recommend as far as writing out goals? How would you write them out to be able to take action on them? Or maybe I'm not asking the question,
1: but how would you write out
0: the goals? What do you recommend?
1: Yeah, so if it's if we're talking i'll just use the example of the business that we had already kind of that to make it easy if you are procrastinating because you feel like you have to have x y and z to be able to get started and that is paralyzing you then what i would do personally is i would write out okay what in a nutshell do i need at the bare minimum to be able to get started and once you have that bare minimum you can start to plan week by week okay at bare minimum i need a local at bare minimum, I need a business name. At bare minimum, I need to register that thing. And then from there, you can create some steps as to what you can do. Okay, if I need to register this business, what am I going to have to do? Am I going to have to do some research into this? Am I going to have to go talk with a friend? Am I going to have to find um, a way to have the income to get this started? So really look at the goals that you have for yourself. And then from there, you can backtrack and plan that off
0: I agree thousand percent. And I think I mentioned this on another episode about setting realistic goals. Mm-hmm. If you want to make, I don't know, a hundred grand a year, what, is, what are you, what activities you, do you actually have to do every day to achieve that goal? How many people do you have to call? How many people do you have to write? How many doors do you have to knock on? Whatever the field you're in or industry you're in. What is the actual actions that you have to take to get to walk into that? Exactly. Absolutely. So Yep. So those are some things that I've noticed, even with myself, like I have my own goals. I'm like, all right, you want this, you want that. But mm-hmm. what are the necessary steps?
1: Each step <laughs> that you have right. to take to get, need to get done. And I feel like too, sometimes we, like going back to this time in professing with this all, we, we like to think that there is more to do then there actually is. So I oftentimes find that whenever I take the time to write out the vision, to write out, okay, I need to, if it's coming down to registering my business or if it's coming down to picking a name, okay, if I wanna get this registered or if I want to have this patented or trademarked, right. you can go online and check all of that out in one session, sit down, figure all of that out. And we think that there's so much more research that's gonna have to go into it. But whenever you sit down in your planning, Everything out. It's like okay, I I have a lot less to do than I thought I did. And you'll find that breaking things down into what's actually practical, like you said, setting smart goals, some realistic goals, it's it's going to be a lot easier to execute than trying to get done everything all at one time. Really break it down into things that are digestible, and that's what's going to help with you and being effective as well.
0: I agree a thousand percent. As we all know you've definitely heard this particular scripture, faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you've heard that tons of times in the past. What does that scripture mean to you?
1: It means for me, I would say it means that transformation is possible, right? So faith without works is dead. So transformation, if you're talking about transferring my faith into actionable faith, that is possible. A lot of times we want a word from God, stir up our faith we want some sort of prophetic word but are you ready to do the actual prophetic work to walk into that are you willing to be obedient you're um antsy to hear from god but god doesn't just speak to us just to speak he speaks because he's expecting us to obey him so are you willing to be obedient to what god has called you to do so this scripture to me means that we need to not just speak faith and to believe with faith but to actually walk in faith to step out in faith to do what god has called us to do despite what it may look like in the physical despite what it may look like to other people but stepping into your calling whenever it can be fearful whenever it can be a bit scary because that is where transformation actually takes place that's where transformation actually happens
0: You hit it right on the nose. I totally agree. (laughs) I totally agree. Why do you think it's difficult for people to execute? And what suggestions do you have to tackle execution?
1: Yeah. So with executing your goals, right, we all make those long lists of things that we want to get done at the beginning of the year. New year, new me, setting some New Year's resolutions, and then come two weeks into January, we've completely put that on the back burner. We have all of these lists of things that we would like to do, but we have made no tangible steps to get there. I think a lot of the times that our failure to execute comes from setting way too many goals getting extremely specific with what you want done. And I don't want to call it doing the absolute bare minimum because it's not that, um, give yourself permission to dream, but also have that, like, if you give yourself this utmost permission to, gr- to dream, also have that that standard of, okay, if at the very least, what is it by the end of this year, I would like to have give yourself room for that buffer as well. Because I think that whenever we don't execute, whenever we miss two weeks of something, we got really really great at working out, eating healthier. And then we have a low and it's man, I, I haven't been eating very healthy for the past three days. It creates this atmosphere where you don't feel like you can get back into it. And so whenever you are able to set like your utmost high goals and your absolute, you know, bare minimum standard, then you're able to find this middle ground to work with and to mesh with. So for example, for me this year, I was like, I really want to read the entire Bible this year. I've read a lot of books in the Bible, but I want to make sure that I'm reading it chronologically. I want to know, like my pastor mentions this book in a sermon. I want to know the context of that. And then First quarter comes around. I was like, dang, I'm doing good. I had to read the Bible for class. And I was like, you know what? This is fine. This is good. I'm working. I'm reading all of this scripture. And then quarter two comes around. And that's at the beginning of quarantine. 2020 COVID, It's it's been crazy for a lot of us. And the next thing I know is I'm binging sermons, but I'm not spending time in the actual word. And so I fall behind on this goal of not, um, of reading the Bible in a year. If I would have had the mindset of, I can never get back to making up all of that lost time that I had reading the entire Bible this year, then that would paralyze me. That would completely put a halt to that goal. And if I look at the intention, the intentionality that I had, the intention was to be able to understand more scripture. That was okay. the, the bare minimum was to know, okay, I want to know more Bible stories concerning the Old Testament. I want to know if I, it's a if it's a letter written to a specific church in the new testament what is that talking about who is in that and that was my bare minimum of that goal of having to read or reading the bible in that year in the year and so for me to sit down and reflect and to say let me figure out why is it one why is it one that i was not able to execute was it the fact that i did not set a schedule is it because i didn't have the time is it because i lost sight of my vision my intention behind it what is the reason why i'm failing to execute once i was able to identify that i was able to then take that and say okay i don't have to feel guilty about not executing those goals beforehand because i can go to my plan b i can go to my plan c i can go to that that bare minimum that standard that i had for myself because of that, guilt was no longer paralyzing me. Perfection was no longer paralyzing me. And I was able to walk forward with something instead of completely giving up on the goal in the first place. So with a lot of people, your difficulty to execute is not necessarily having to do with I need to be more intentional and perfect at executing the goals I already have. It's not about checking it off of a list. It's about remembering why you started it in the first place. So my suggestions for those who are having that struggle, the trouble to execute, is to, to tie things back to why you started it in the first place. We can't allow for fear, especially rejection, what people will think, um, whether we're living up to what our vision is, to keep us from actually stepping forward and moving forward. Progress is always going to be better than staying at a, a, a stop or a complete stop. Whenever we're walking through this valley, wherever it is, it's important to keep going. So if we pause and we stop and we say, I'm giving up on this goal because I didn't execute it in a time period, it's we're saying to God, this vision that you had for me in the first place is not, it's not good enough. I wasn't good enough to accomplish it. But whenever you take that goal to God and say, look, God, I know I'm struggling here. I'm messing up. I'm failing. And you allow him to work on you and redevelop you then that's whenever this execution of the plan that he has for your life really, truly starts to come to pass.
0: I definitely agree. And also, I don't know if I said this earlier, when he tells us to do it, we have to do it the first time. And I know a lot of people, Mm -hmm. they have different spiritual walks. They may not even understand that it's God's voice. They just Take credit for it. yeah, I got this idea. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, that's God that gave you that vision. But when you get that idea or vision, you should be executing as soon as possible because yeah. that blessing that may not be there for long. And then mm-hmm. you're, ch- you're chasing something that is in a different season now.
1: You know? Absolutely, um, discerning the times and the seasons is important. It's so important to discern the times the because what God has called you to in quarantine may not be what He's called you to do this fall. What God has called you to do in 2020 may not be what He's launching you into in 2021. So be discerning of the times and seasons, but also do not let your fear of missing on a time and season keep you in disobedience. Right. If God called you to do something and for a fact, He has called you to do something, execute. Period. Do it, walk in it, period. Because that's where your blessing is going to come from.
0: I'm glad you mentioned (laughs) Um, obedience is definitely necessary and just i don't know if we mentioned this earlier just seeking god's face in every step of the way even before you take action right um Mm -hmm. you may get the may think you got the vision or whatever it could be a counterfeit but seek god's face if you're there may be a dream out there if you're dreaming about something god that would be coming into your life. Mm-hmm. Confirm with God that that's what he gave you that vision for. When it comes to doing things in your business, working with people, starting new relationships in business, or even personal relationships, making sure those are the people God aligned you to be working with in this season or any in any season. Because... Sometimes we feel like people come into our lives and, oh, it's a blessing, it's a great that you came into my life, but was it God? That's the real question. Like, did God send you to me or was it the enemy? And not to say you should be thinking negative about everything, but you should be asking God, did you send this person to me so I can work with them so they can help me on my journey? I've been put in situations before where I didn't confirm with God if the person was sent by God
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then I would end up in situations like yeah
1: <laughs> this right. person is definitely an
0: assignment and this is in business in the business world people don't do things with integrity it's a very gray area so you want to make sure who you are aligning with they're in their word they know who God, they they're, they're fearing God for one <laughs> they're doing things the right things for people and uh, it's just from experience there's a lot of shady people especially in real estate and uh, you don't want to get caught up with them
1: <laughs> and i think too like even in business you you have to understand that not everything that is christ-centered is going to be god ordained so there's a difference there so if something is christ-centered you know it may be working with someone who calls themselves self a christian but that doesn't mean it's necessarily God ordained because maybe they are a Christian, but God has not called you to work with them. Maybe they are someone who is a believer and a daughter or a child of God, but God has not called you to do business with them, to to be in that relationship in this season. So you have to, like we were saying, be discerning of the times and test those spirits that we were talking about. If someone is not operating in the fruit that they're trying to get you to walk in, uh, that, like I said, it's a red flag right there. Do... Do what God calls, you. and like we had mentioned, just walk in obedience. Because God will ultimately guide you, give you that discerning of spirits, that gut feeling of okay, that intuition of like, am I actually doing this? Is this person, is this business deal the right deal for me? Is this relationship, the right relationship for me? Is even walking and stepping out right now in this business and jumping the gun? Do I have all of my things prepared and in alignment? Mm-hmm. Um Really, truly, be discerning of and do what God has called
0: season I again I agree even with some of my business dealings I was so antsy and rushing to get projects and corona happened and it humbled everybody (laughs) it shut down not so much my business but those around me they they had to halt their construction projects Mm. they were losing money there and I could have been in a project where it would have been shut down, but I still would have had to pay the mortgage on it I see. Like every month. Mm-hmm. So by now I should have, in my opinion, if I wasn't going on God's time, <laughs> I should have had my 10 lots that I was supposed to have by now. And I would have had them finished and all this great stuff. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: ultimately with COVID, everything got shut down. I would have been literally stuck in the middle of a development project, wasting money, paying out on mortgages and holding costs and not getting the project done until the city opened back up and they eventually, they did open back up. Right. Um, and right now the real estate market is booming. And even when it comes to, back to what I was saying about executing when we God gives you that vision, there's a few things that I didn't execute on.
1: And I think yeah. we've all been there, you know?
0: Yeah. And it was necessary in the COVID season that I I had to have those specific certifications. So weird how things happen. And I think a lot of other business owners, especially um, people who didn't get taught how to start a business correctly, there's people that couldn't qualify for SBA loans because they didn't have certifications, they didn't have taxes, they didn't have this, they didn't have that because they didn't set up their businesses properly. So being prepared was necessary for them to even get those loans from SBA, and they weren't able to get them. Yeah. So without being said, <laughs> um, when you are putting yourself in a certain atmosphere, make sure you're doing it correctly. Make sure you're starting out. The, if you don't know how to do it, sort out the information. Educate yourself on how to get things done. And align yourself with people that can help you. Sometimes we do need help. I often pray for God, to God, to send me people to help me in my business all the time. So seed to me, so seed to my business. Different, in different ways, I ask God for alignment. And I think it is necessary in In this walk. Because sometimes you, ju- you do, you get discouraged because you may not have it all together.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I will say he does send people yeah. to He will.
1: Does and i think too like just emphasizing that it is okay to ask for help i think sometimes especially in american culture we we think that we have to be these independent people that need no help at all but in actuality we're not that great we we look at god's grace and we say god has amazing grace so for us we really want it to be God is amazing. God's grace is amazing. And say, this is amazing grace. This is not amazing me. This is not amazing day. This is not amazing Deontay. This is amazing God working through me. And the only way that God can really work through you is if you loosen the reins, loosen that control that you believe that you have to have over everything and give your plan to God, give the systems that you have put in place over to God and God will begin to send to you. Like you had said, those destiny helpers, release to you people that will encourage you, release to you people that will help you where you're falling short, where you need some extra help at. Like literally that's how God has moved in my business and my business, is not that old, I'm still a young business owner, but God has released so much provision because it was all intentionally started with him.
0: Awesome. That's very powerful. What advice do you have? for aspiring small businesses or business owners, or people even looking to start a business who struggle with being productive and consistent in their business?
1: I love this question. One thing that I have really had to learn with God in growing businesses is really to not feel like we're in competition. Most people are going to be like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to share this because if I release this and I don't know how people are going to, I think people are just going to utilize my free resources or look at all the things I'm dropping and not actually sow into my business. But I'm a firm believer that one, God calls you to places to impact people and in their own time and season, you know, you will be blessed. Like our goal as Christians is to just release the seeds. the about that. You even ask this question, I'm like, yes. Okay. Thank you so much. But I think really just understanding the importance of vision. That's one thing. And I'll give you guys four four different things that four different pieces of advice. The importance of vision. So never forgetting the vision that you had in the first place, And I already touched on this earlier, but when it comes to starting a business, things can get tough. Like this year, 2020, like coronavirus, COVID, stocks were going down, the economy was dropping. And I know that a lot of small businesses were impacted. So whenever it comes to your vision and tying things back to, What was the purpose that I started this business in the first place? That is what's going to hold you down, hold you in those seasons of difficulty, these seasons of being in the wilderness and being in the trenches, is remembering, okay, God has purposed and has given me a plan, has given me people to impact. And so despite what things may look like in the physical, I'm still going to walk in my calling because of the vision God has for my life. So that is one piece of advice. When you're going through those difficult seasons, remember the vision. Remember the importance of the vision. The second thing I'll give you guys is the importance of planning. So we had touched on this earlier as well, but it's so important to write your vision down and make it plain before God. Make it super simple. So whenever you are starting something new, maybe launching a new product, maybe it's providing a new service, maybe it's working with a new client. It's so important to write down that vision of, okay, how in a picture-perfect world What is my plan a, what is this going to look like? Write that vision down, make it plain. If it's launching a new product. Okay. What is the release date that I want for this product? And then backtrack from there. Okay. If I want this specific release date, what do I have to have before that release date? Um, marketing, I have to figure out, okay, how am I going to market this? I have to figure out who is this going to target? Who's the audience for this? And whenever you're planning all of this and launching Whenever you're writing it all down, it makes it just so much easier because you're able to tap back. You're never forgetting or feeling like you're missing something because you had your plan A, you had your plan B, you had your plan C to execute. So the importance of planning and writing your vision down, super key um, when it comes to managing and being consistent and productive with your small business. The next thing is why is it important to be consistent? I think it's important because People want to follow something that they feel there is a following for, right? Whenever we think about Jesus and his ministry, or even think of like your favorite content creator, you followed them because you went to their page and you saw there was content there for you to follow. Whenever it comes to being consistent, you're showing up for yourself and you're not stopping to show up for yourself because it's not even necessarily about you. As a small business owner, you are called to serve. That's all what business is. It's just a way of serving other people. So people are never going to follow something if they don't feel like there's anything for them to buy into. And I mean, buy into as saying, what is your vision? What is God calling you to do? What is your purpose? And how does this impact me? How can I step into alignment with God by coming into agreement with what God has given you? You have to give people something to come into agreement. You have to have some content for them to stand stand in alignment with When it comes to um, having that importance and building that consistency and building that consistency helps you to have that for someone as well the last thing that i'll give you guys is the importance of prayer the ministry that i am a part of the place that i call home for church they are a prayer church if you were to see their brand is all about prayer and so i just encourage everyone take everything to god in prayer when you feel doubt when you feel insecurity when you're questioning what to do next go to god period go to god because if he has started this work in you the word says that he will bring it to completion so if you are experiencing any sort of uneasiness any sort of question of if you were actually called to do this go to god in prayer and really lean on that and know that he answers prayer. His word says that his promises are yes and amen. So you don't have to really have any sort of anxiety to accompany you when it comes to sending out and doing something new. When it comes to launching a new product as a small business owner, when it comes to rebranding, switching directions, if it comes to even just launching the business in the first place, take everything to God because he will provide those answers for you.
0: Amen. That was good. That was awesome. Now, what I've noticed, even in my own personal development, that journaling, for one, time blocking everything helps me become a little bit more organized. So when, instead of me just doing a to-do list, I'll put it on the calendar at what time I'm going to do it, <laughs> reminding me, et cetera. But I've noticed that um, also journaling, and I think you mentioned earlier about bullet journaling I think Uh uh-huh can you tell us what that is exactly
1: yeah so bullet journaling is essentially what I like to think of it as is a blank slate planner so sometimes people are not as consistent we're just talking about being inconsistent all of that stuff sometimes people aren't super consistent when it comes to planning and so for me there's going to be weeks where I have several things to get done but then I have a week of vacation. I have a break from school. I have a break from work. I have time to really shuffle. And so in those days when using a strict planner, for me, I was like, I feel like I'm just wasting pages because I don't have all of this time to plan out every single thing. I have things like summer break come up and it's like the things that I was doing for school, like I don't have 10 billion assignments to get done. So for me, I started looking at, okay, what are other ways to do planning And I just so happened to stumble across this thing called bullet journaling. And I like to think of it, like I said, a blank slate planner, I can put my entire to-do list and create customizable spreads that fit what works for me when it comes to being productive. So for me, I know when it comes to being productive, I like to sit down once a week, sit down once a week and plan everything out. Some people like to sit down every single day. For me, I'm like, let me sit down once a week. And if I need to make adjustments throughout the week, I can do that later on. But having that time to sit down, write everything out, and then bam, that's all there. That is most effective for me. And so with bullet journaling, it gave me an opportunity to customize that spread and say, okay, let me put on one side of this entire um, sheet of paper, the declaration that I want to have for this month. What are the prayer points that I want to have? What is an action step I can be taking? And all of that, I was able to create this customizable spread that actually worked effectively for me than having your standard planner that didn't really give me the room to incorporate faith and didn't really give me the room to be flexible with my planning. So
0: I'm glad you brought up. (laughs) We have, I don't know if anybody can see it, but (laughs) we have a copy of my very own intent planner and it has a lot of great information in here. Um, I definitely have, it goes over finances, right? Mm -hmm. It helps one organize their spending and savings habits Mm -hmm. i believe i'm thinking about the companion book too
1: so she has two (laughs) products (laughs) so to give you guys some insights some spiels about what those two products are the intent planner is basically i had just mentioned that method that i started using that was effective for me with planning and i had talked about this earlier at the very beginning, like what was the inspiration behind it? And so I was becoming extremely effective. I would have a prayer point at the beginning of it, a declaration, and then some sort of action step that I wanted to be taking. And I would tie that in every single week. So every single week I was going into prayer, I was declaring something and taking a step of action. And so all of these goals, like launching the business was all a part of having this method already intact that I was walking my day-to-day life with and was just so happened to be able to create and a spreadsheet for people. This is what has been helping me. This is the methodology that I use. Here is this, so you don't have to struggle and trying to find something that works best for you. This has been extremely effective for me as a Christian. This has been extremely effective for me as a business owner. This has been extremely effective for me as a student to be able to walk in alignment with those goals that I had. And so that system's all in there. Um, and there's more to go into with that but besides the point the christian companion on the other hand was really the vision behind that was providing a space for people to get organized with their note-taking and their christian walks so intent is also a christian company which i'm sure people listening could probably already tell that but the christian companion is having your notes that you take during sermons on sundays having all of that in one place Having the Bible studies all in one place. If you rewatch videos or take notes on something like this, like the podcast, having the ability to have that all in one space. So whenever it comes down to a time of turmoil, a time where you need that encouragement, you have an index at the front of it and you're able to track that system, you're able to flip back and say like, okay, on page 42, here is all of the notes that we were taking for the be intentional episode six podcast bam, it's right there. And you're able to reflect back to it. And so that was the whole purpose behind that. I really wanted to give people an opportunity to actually grow, not just take notes and forget about them, but to actually be able to study and to review and to grow in Christ.
0: And I thought it was beautiful. Like I had to buy both (laughs) when I, because I never came across anything such as this. So I thought it was very unique and I'm a fan. I need to buy some more planners.
1: Amen. Amen. We do have a new launch. So I'm so excited about that. I am launching a new line. So I've had the standard black and white kind of simplistic love for people to be creative and tie in their own colors using whatever color pens they want to. And now I finally have incorporated some of my intent brand colors into these schemes. And that's all about what the New Beginnings line is about.
0: I will be supporting. Tell everyone where they can stay in contact with you and where they can purchase their own planner.
1: Yeah. So we do have a website. You can head over to um, www.intentwithday.com. And from there, you can find my shop and be able to get the New Beginnings line from there. So you can definitely find me on my website. You can also head over to Instagram. It's the best way to stay connected with me. I do release a lot of Christian content. And then on my business page, which is intent with day, you'll find things like organizing tips, any challenges that we're doing. We recently had a get organized challenge because during quarantine, a lot of chaos happening in our lives. And so I wanted to give people a space to have a community, to stand in agreement, to have those accountabilities, to get organized. And so you'll be updated about anything, sales, any new products, any collaboratives that we're having, you'll find all of that. Um, on Instagram as well.
0: And any last remarks for our listeners?
1: Yes, I think like the last thing that I would love to leave you all with is just the importance of being intentional. God, He was extremely intentional in creating creation. So on each specific day, he had something that he wanted to do. So in our lives, we should also remember that it is our calling is a part of exuding the character of Christ, exuding the character of God. To be intentional as well. So I just want to leave you with: be intentional.
0: Beautiful message. Thank you so much, Dela, for coming on and just sharing your. Well, one, I'm so excited to share my platform with you. But I'm just thank you for taking your time out to even come on um, this platform. I love everything that you're doing. This young thank lady you so is nice. fire for God. <laughs> and she comes from a wonderful ch- family and a church family as well. And um, I'm really excited for everything that you're doing in this
1: season. And I love you like a sister. <laughs> I love you too. I thank you so, so much for just being able to share me with share this platform with me. I know that whenever it comes to having other people it, it really is a matter of testing the spirit. And so I just thank God that I have found favor with you. I thank God that you have been able to discern my spirit and feel comfortable enough to have me on this podcast. It is a blessing. And so I pray just for more, more grace, more people, more lives to be impacted by what you're doing because I really think that it's needed in such a time.
0: Thank you. And this, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but this podcast is more than just a real estate podcast. God literally had to destruct me. I had to be knocked down mm-hmm. in many ways and rebuilt in many ways. And now I'm redeveloped. And I'm still there's some things that He's working on, but for the most part, I'm a new. I'm this I'm a new creature. Okay, I'm a newborn baby in Christ. Also, <laughs> and I'm still learning every day. We were talking about character earlier. Yeah, that was the message for today. And I would say that for the most part, God will be proud of who I am when the doors are closed. Like, truly, my character has changed. My heart has changed. I do believe He gave me heart surgery Amen. last year. Because last year this time, I was probably not even all there. <laughs> Every day, I'm being developed. Self development, personal development. And of course, on this podcast, we talk about real estate development. So Journey for Developer is it, my journey in all aspects. And being intentional was a part of my journey. And of course, I wouldn't have anything in my life without God. I wouldn't have the knowledge or the wisdom of real estate without God. So I have to give all glory to God. And I feel like those who are listening, they whether they like it or not, they're going to come on this podcast and they're going to hear yeah. a little bit of God. And hopefully I'll be able to influence people to, you know, take this walk. I'm not going to push it on them, but take this walk to show them the importance of being a believer. Yeah. Right? Dela, it, it was such an honor. I'm um, in a pleasure. Talk soon. Yes. God bless you. Thank you.